بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد ونسلی اللہ رسول الکریم الحمد للہ ٹونائٹ از دا نائنتھ آف مے ان دا ایئر ٹو تھاؤزینڈ اینڈ ٹوینٹی تھری الحمد للہ وی موو آن ٹو دا سکسٹینتھ نائٹ دا وی گوئنگ تھرو of the exalted companion Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu So for the last few nights or so we've been taking a glimpse into his eminent rank in the glorious deen So the next section is entitled The Night of the Jinn His intimacy with our beloved Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam could also be vividly gauged on the famous night of the jinn in sahih muslim number 1007 nasai abu dawood tirmidhi number 3258 imam ahmed in his muslim alqama rahmatullah alayhi he said i asked abdullah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu halqana ma'an nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam laylat al-jinn ahada Was there anyone with the Prophet ﷺ on the night of the jinn? He replied, No one amongst us accompanied him. But one night we lost him. And thus we said amongst ourselves, He ﷺ has been carried off, i.e. by the jinn, or he has been killed. Thus we spread out in the pathways and the valley searching for him. We spent the worst night a people could possibly spend saying amongst ourselves he has been carried off or he has been killed. When he sallallahu alayhi wasallam returned he said innahu atani da'iyal jin fadhabtu uqri'uhumul quran verily one of the jin came to invite me thus I went with him in order to teach them the quran. فَأَرَانَ آثَارَهُمْ Then he showed us their tracks. So this is the famous report. So it's a flawless report recorded in Sayyih Muslim. So what was the question his famous student asked? Al-Qama. He goes, was there anybody with the Prophet on the night of the jinn? So Ibn Mas'ud said, no. And he mentioned the night. He goes, he disappeared. And he was, we thought he has been carried I, by the jinn or he has been killed. And he goes, we searched all over for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And look what, he, look what they looked for the Prophet, how they demonstrated it. He said, we spent the worst night a people could possibly spend. In other words, you can imagine, he goes, what we were going through. And we were telling ourselves, he's been carried off, he's been killed. But then he goes, Alhamdulillah, he returned. And he explained, that one of the jinn came to invite me. I went with him to teach them the Qur'an. And then he said something very interesting, the Prophet sallallahu He showed us their tracks, meaning that they left some sort of traces, the jinn. So, certainly on this occasion, there was nobody present with our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa This is important to highlight. 
they wasn't just on one occasion. <laughs> so some people just look at this single report and they say that the Prophet definitely met the jinn, but there was nobody with him. So our response to that is, you're right, but that was only on one occasion. <laughs> was there another occasion? Yes. In Behaki, in his delay in Nubu'ah, Abu Nu'aym in his delay in Nubu'ah, Tabari in his tarikh, and Shaykh Maududi Rahmatullah in his tafsir, volume 12, page 291 to 2 of the English translation. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu, he said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa once asked his companions, radiyallahu ta'ala, whoever amongst you would desire to see the jinn, he should then come to me tonight. However, nobody except myself came that night. So stop in the report. Everything stops you turning now. People, you mentioned the word jinn, antenna comes out. Right? People are obsessed, discussing, I want to know about jinn, this, that. What the Sahaba interested? The Prophet goes, woman wants to see the jinn tonight, come, who turned up? One person. Right? So this shows that, you know, they thought, we believe in the jinn. So what? What's the big deal about them? So there's a lesson there. Then, Ibn Masood said, only I turned up. So now think about that. He thought, why didn't anybody else turn up? The Prophet then took me to a hillock in Makkah, I mean the outskirts. He then drew a circle with his blessed foot for me. And then advise me to keep sitting within the circle. So stop in the report. Sunnah. So how do the exorcists, is that part of our deen first of all, that you draw a circle? Yes. So what's interesting, everything we see, sometimes we reject everything we see. When you see those programs, those horror films, and they start drawing circles, because don't step out of the circle. Like, ah, you know, it's all fake. And the response is, not everything they tell you is fake. How did the Prophet draw the circle? That's very interesting. He used his foot. <laughs> How interesting that is. Did he use his heel? Did he use his toe? Allah And then he said, stay within the circle. When I was in the circle, he then started towards a direction and he started to recite the Quran. So he starts heading off and all I heard was he was reciting the Quran. Subhanallah, all of a sudden, a large group of jinn encircled Rasulullah and stood as a wall between me and him. And I heard them asking, who gives evidence that you are a prophet? There was a tree nearby. The Prophet thereupon said, Will you accept my claim if that tree gives evidence? The jinn responded, indeed, we will accept it. Upon this, Rasulullah summoned the tree. Subhanallah, the tree walked towards him and gave the testimony. Accordingly, all the jinn embraced Islam. Subhanallah. So now, just try to picture Ibn Mas'ud. So he sees the Prophet leaving. And he's reciting the Quran. And this shows that, you know, he was only fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Imagine what will happen to us. <laughs> Once what the jinnah, next minute, Pasina comes out, heart starts palpitating. What's happened to the... I haven't seen him yet. <laughs> what do you see me? Probably heart, heart attack. Then, look what happened. They encircled the Prophet. Most people, you know, imagine it, they lose all bodily functions. Right? They encircled him. And he goes, I couldn't see the Prophet now. Because we barely see through them. And they asked... Who gives evidence? You're the Prophet. The Prophet said, He goes, That tree. <laughs> Imagine, they witnessed a miracle. And they all embraced Islam. <laughs> all the jinn, Ibn Masood said. So that's another report. But now there's another report. And this report gives you far more details. So this narration is in Ahmed in his Musnad, number 4381. But there's a person in the chain called Abi Zaid and he is he has weakness. So this is the reference for the, the report. But within it, I'm going to mention other reports to give you a better picture. So Abi Zaid, the freed servant of Amr ibn al-Hurayth al-Makhzumi, and he's the weak narrator. He relates that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud had further elucidated, radiyallahu Whilst we were with Rasulullah in Makkah, and he was with a group of his companions, he said, Let one of you come with me, and let not one come with me, but only a man whose heart there is not even an atom's weight of dishonesty. So stop in the report. So was this the same incident? It could have been. Maybe it's another incident. But the Prophet he said in this report, only come with me if you believe your heart does not have an atom's weight min al-ghishy mithqal an atom's way of dishonesty. So this is important to highlight. Why? If you're going to deal with the jinn, forget it, man. You need to be pious. No point saying I've read a few books. In another report, adding details, Hafiz Aini in Sharhul Hidayah, volume 1, page 286, Shaykh al-Ahadith Mawlana Idris Sahib Kandahlimi Rahmatullah in Seerat al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa volume 2, page 116 of the English translation, Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, Radiallahuma, the night in which Rasulullah decided to visit the jinn, he addressed us. The person who does not harbor even an iota of pride should now stand up and accompany Ibn Mas'ud stood up. Rasulullah took him along with him. Subhanallah. So what did the Prophet wasallam say? Only come with me if you do not he even have an iota of pride. <laughs> and Ibn Masood stood up. Now think about it. If that was not correct, the Prophet would have said, Remain. <laughs> what does that tell you about Ibn Masood? <laughs> he doesn't have an iota of pride or an iota of dishonesty. <laughs> the inner state has been manifest now. <laughs> then Ibn Masood said, Radiyallahu, go back to the report. Thus I got up to go with him and I took a vessel with me. 
not thinking that it contained anything but water. Because one of his duties was the wudu facilities of the Prophet So he went and he had a container, maybe a, a pouch. And he thought there was water. Because that's what I thought. <laughs> Another report adds, in Tirmidhi, number 2870, Hassan Sahih Gharib, Ibn Mas'ud said, Rasulullah offered the Isha prayer. When it was over, he held me by the hand till he took me to Batha, a valley of Makkah, and he then made me sit. He drew a line around me and he said, Do not come out of this line. People will come to you. Do not talk to them. And they too will not talk to you. He said, then left where he had intended to go. So stopping the report. This, this is an addition. Authentic in Tibbuti. So it's after Isha. Why? Because the jinn, they start, that's their time. We're joining the jinn now. That's interesting, isn't it? Right? So, and then he took him to the valley of Badha. It's an isolated valley. Nothing's there. And he goes, sit. When I sat, he drew a line around me. Meaning a kind of a circle. And what was the instruction? Do not come out of this circle. People are going to come to you. Don't talk to them. And he goes, they won't talk to you. So this is signs of Nabut. Then he goes, he headed off. Going back to the report. I set out with Rasulullah, and this is adding details, until we were in the upper part of Makkah, where Subhanallah, I suddenly saw some shadows gathered together. So he's in the circle, he sees in the distant shadows, and they gathered. Rasulullah drew a line for me and said, Kum ha hatta atiyak, stay here until I return. So the previous report explains it was a circle. He goes, wait. Another report adds the detail. In Imam Ahmad in his Muslim number 3788, in the chain is Amr al biqali and he is Da'if. Abdullah ibn Masood added that our beloved messenger warned him, sallallahu alayhi wa La takhruj minha fa innaka in kharajta halaqt. Do not cross it. If you cross, you will perish. So, in a hadith which has weakness, this is what the Prophet told him. He goes, don't cross that line, although it's destruction. <laughs> Going back to the report. Thus I stayed, and Rasulullah went to them, and I saw them crowding around him. Another report adds a detail. In Ahmad in his Musnad, number 3788, again, the weak narrator Amr al-Biqali is within it. He added, then he mentioned the shapes of the figures. As if they were black people. They were not wearing any clothes. But I could not see their private parts. And they were tall and slim. They came and they started climbing on Rasulullah. So how were they described? They were tall. They were black. And what's interesting. This is night. Pitch night. So they're even darker than night. Apparently, they look naked because I couldn't see their aura, their private parts. And he goes, and it looked like they were climbing on the Prophet. Another report adds a detail. 
In Tirmidhi, number 2870, Hassan Sahih Ghanib, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, I sat within the lines when some men came to me as though they were of a rough nature. Their hair and their body seemed to be neither naked nor covered. They said towards me, but did not trespass the line. And then they went to Rasulullah. <laughs> so imagine he's sitting as instructed. They're coming towards him. Now, if you look at the wording, is he afraid? You don't get even a hint of it. You know, if, if he was afraid, he would have said, they came towards me and he would mention maybe something, you know, I felt apprehension. Nothing. Because they came towards me and he started describing them. The fact that you're describing shows that you're fully aware of what's happening. Because their hair, which is interesting, they had hair, and their bodies seemed to be neither naked or covered. Because they came right up to me, that line. And then they went back. So what did the Prophet tell him? He had absolutely a key in it because they can't touch me. I just want to keep quiet. And why did they head that way? That's interesting. You know, did they notice something? <laughs> Whatever it was, he was protected. Going back to the report. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke to them the entire night. Subhanallah. After Isha, that's when the incident took place. All night, Ibn Masood said. <laughs> Another report added. In Ahmad in his Musnad, number 4353, and there's a weak narrator called Ali ibn Zaid within the chain. Rahmatullah. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, He وسلم, recited the Quran of the Almighty. May he be glorified and exalted to them. Because I heard that. So because you're thinking, what was he saying to them? So imagine the Surah reciting Quran. What better thing to recite? What do we come out with? Imagine any philosophy, right? So he recited the Quran because I noticed he was reciting Quran. Another report adds a detail. In Ahmad in his Musnad, number 3788, and there's a weak narrator called Amr al-Biqali. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud added, Then they started coming and going around me, getting in my way of Rasulullah. I thus suddenly felt great anxiety from them. And I calmed myself. I sat, crunched. When dawn came, they only then began to leave. Upon which Rasulullah came, looking drawn and tired, or almost ill because of their climbing on him. He thereupon said, Inni la ajiduni thaqila. Verily, I am exhausted. He then put his head in my lap, I to rest. So now let's look at this. So they're with the Prophet. They now make another round to Ibn Masood. And he described it. They start doing kind of a tawaf around him. And he goes, I couldn't see the Prophet. And I thus felt anxiety. So now, how do you explain the anxiety? Because he couldn't see the Prophet. He was not bothered about himself. He was thinking, what's happened? He goes, So I crunched. He goes, When the light of dawn came, they then started to leave. That's interesting. Why? Because they don't like light. Nighttime is their time. And when Rasulullah came, look how he described it. Because he looked drawn, tired. Because he looked ill. Because I believe they're climbing on him. And he said, Inni la ajiduni thaqila. Verily, I am exhausted. 
He then put his head in my lap, I to rest. And just to add this to finish, the, here there's a report, and this is why it's so important to verify the report. There's a report which mentions Abdullah ibn Mas'ud is reported to have said, I was with the Prophet on the night the delegation of the jinn came. When he finished with them, he breathed deeply and he said, Ma sha'anuk, what is the matter? Sorry, I said, Ma sha'anuk, what is the matter, Ya Rasulullah? To which he replied, Nu'iyat iliya nafsi, Ya Ibn Mas'ud. I have been given the news of my death, O Ibn Mas'ud. <laughs> so let's look at this. So the previous report, he was, he looked like he had been, you know, it exhausted him. This report adds something. He goes, I've been given the news of my death. Now what's interesting, this narration is also in Imam Ahmad's Musnad, number 4294. However, Imam Dara said, fabricated. So now, weak reports we can use. Fabricated, we don't. Why have I mentioned it? Because with the jinn, you'll notice, story tellers love stories of the jinn. So what did they do? Like we say in the Indian subcontinent, Mirish Masala. Right? They like spicing things up. So they spice something up here. He goes, Rasulullah, he goes, I've been informed of my death. That's not true. It's a fabrication. Because it's in the books of Hadith. Yes, maybe they were alerting you to the fact that this is a fabrication. So that isn't true, right? But if anybody quotes it, he might have been innocent. He says, it's okay, brother, I don't understand. But it's a fabricated report. Those no attention should be made to this false report. So now Rasulullah, who is he resting his blessed head upon? Mm. Ibn Masood, question. Wasn't he tied? <laughs> you know, all night, imagine, if somebody says to you, you know, I can't compare, but poor example, stay in a haunted dwelling by yourself, <laughs> All night, people can't even stay there. You know, you see these silly challenges of this. Go into that house, spend half an hour, and you see him sweating buckets. They hear doors creaking, thinking, you know, looking at stopwatch. I don't think I'll be able to make it. Just half an hour, man. What's up with you? Right? So, anyway, all night, and he's tired, but Rasulullah rests upon his blessed self. So, look at the status of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. All of this is highlighting his greatness. Why? He was the only one with the Prophet. The great Ibn Mas'ud, but he was purified. If you look at the reports, why? Because you need to have a very high level of piety. And also, you need to be protected. <laughs> piety isn't enough. You need to be protected before you start dealing with the jinn. People now go t-shirt and jeans, brother. <laughs> what are you doing? I've been on YouTube. You better stay on YouTube, brother. <laughs> right? Astaghfirullah. Right? So you need to be, you know, you have your weapons and your piety. Well, unfortunately, everybody's doubling in it. <laughs> Jinn catches, you know, what are you trying to catch? You can't even stop COVID. You know, you're trying to catch jinn for. Right? You might want, well, you know, why you want to catch them for? Did the, did the Prophet catch jinn? <laughs> jinn catches. MashaAllah. So all I mentioned today was now the famous night of the jinn. But very important to highlight, this was on more than one occasion. The Surah was by himself once. Both Ibn Masood was chosen and have combined the reports to give you a uh, a more pregnant picture which we'll discuss further tomorrow because the report continues. Are there any questions? Let us.
سبحان الله بحمده سبحانك اللهم بحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك واعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والاصل ان الانسان لفي خسر الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات واصبحوا بالحق واصبحوا بالصبر صدق الله العظيم